Welcome to another episode of A Light to the Children's Ministry with your host, the Apostle Ruben. Happy Sabbath, brothers and sisters of the Most High. I'm your host, the Apostle Ruben. Well, brothers and sisters, this is part two of um, the episode that I made last week. The confusion of Creflo Dollar and the deceiving of our people. And you know, brothers and sisters, I tell you, this this podcast episode here, part two, is going to go back into part one, but then we're going to go forward and we're going to uh, get some more of the deceptions that Creflo Dollar is giving to our people now let's go right back into it because i want you to understand what's going on here let's go right into it that believeth so what, what am i supposed to think when i read a scripture that says you know now that jesus has come the law has ended and we know that the ten commandments is a part of the mosaic law I'll now i'm going to show you brothers and sisters that that is a lie the ten commandments now he re he's going to repeat this um throughout his so-called sermon. He's going to say this again. And what I want you to understand, brothers and sisters, is, is that the Ten Commandments are not a part of the Mosaic Law. And we're going to see that they're not part of the Mosaic Law by Scripture. You see, brothers and sisters, this is what I'm talking about when I say when I go back to Ecclesiastes, let's go back to Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and verse 12 and 13. It says, the words of a wise man's mouth are gracious, but the lips of a fool will swallow up himself. And I'm going to show you Creflo Dollar is swallowing up himself by doing a lot of talking. He has he he does go over um some scripture, but what he does is he goes over them in a pattern because he saw the Israelites. Believe me, Creflo Dollar has saw the Israelites, and he thinks that he's figured out a way to combat them, but he hasn't. I'm going to show you in this podcast episode. Ecclesiastes 10, verse 13. The beginning of the words of his mouth is foolishness, and the end of his talk is mischievous madness. And you're going to see that Creflo Dollar's talk is mischievous madness. Mischief. Let's listen on. Show you later on that the Mosaic law consists of moral law, which is the Ten Commandments uh ceremonial law and civil law uh but you know does it mean that we're supposed to just not when i when he says ceremonial law he's off on that and um i don't have time to go over all the hour but the ceremonial laws are the feasts in which he said the ceremonial laws are sacrifice no that was the sacrifice and the reason why he doesn't want to say that is because in the New Testament, 
in three places it points out that those that participated in that sacrifice christ came for romans 9 verse 4 and 5 galatians 4 verse 4 and 5 and hebrews 9 15. but we're not going to go into that in depth i'm going to do a podcast on that that'll be the blood of the covenant and you're going to see that fully not fulfill any of the ten commandments so i want to answer that right away what does it mean to be free from the law and i'm going to show you brothers and sisters that there is no such thing as being free from the law i'm going to show you this mischievous madness that he's talking it's false here's what it means to be free from the law it means that i am no longer under the process of trying to keep a bunch of rules to be able to have morality or good behavior. It now, that's the first thing I want to start with, good behavior. Now, that good behavior, so he's, in order, in order for him to be free from the law, he's saying, hey, look, we don't have to keep the Ten Commandments to have that good behavior. Now let's go back to the book. Let's see, no scripture. This is all coming from his mouth. Let's look at this behavior. Let's go to First Samuel, the book of First Samuel, chapter 18, verse 5. And I want to start here for a reason. I'm going to start here for a reason. The operative word is behavior. First Samuel 18, verse 5. And then I'm going to go into the New Testament to show you that behavior is a substance of keeping the law. Let's read. First Samuel 18 and 5 says, And David, verse 5, And David went out whatsoever Saul sent him, and behaved, behaved himself wisely. And Saul set him over all the men of war. And he was accepted in the sight of the people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. Now, when it says to behave himself wisely, where does wisdom come from? Let's get the book of Psalms. The book of Psalms, chapter 19, verse 7. And this is something that Creflo Dollar mentioned too. He said, that the law is perfect because he know it is you're going to see that later on as we go but i want you to recognize psalms 19 verse 7. the law of the lord is perfect converting the soul the testimony of the lord is sure making wise the simple the law makes one wise when david was behaving himself wisely it wasn't because it was manifested in his own heart. Let me show you something. Let's get the book of Proverbs 20. Let's get the book of Proverbs 20. I want you to understand this. The book of Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 9. It says, Who can say, I have made my heart clean? I am pure from my sin. What man can say that his morality was righteous in himself what man has ever what man is there that has done that 
over the time since the book of Genesis, chapter 3 and back. I'm going to show you all why this, why this is important. Why, when I get through covering um, behavior, I got stuck there for a second. Let's go to the book of Psalms 101, verse 2. I'm turning the pages, brothers and sisters. Psalms 101, verse 2. In your Bibles. Because he says it's not going to be done by behavior. I want you all to understand. Preflo Dollar is speaking mischievous madness. He's trying his best to come against the doctrines that the Israelites, the true children of Israel, are presenting. Psalms 101 verse 2. This is David. It says, I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. Well, what's perfect? The law. Oh, when wilt thou come unto me? I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. Now we know, according to 1 Kings A61, to have a perfect heart is to keep the commandments. You cannot do that of yourself. Moral law cannot be achieved without the commandments. Let's 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 go on. It means that I am free from failing to keep all of the rules in order to keep the law. So do we keep the Ten Commandments? Yes and no. We are stop right there. See at that let's let's go to let's go to Matthew five. Matthew five. Let's go to Matthew five. <laughs> Did y'all hear him? He said yes and no. The book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 37. But let your communication be yea, yea, nay, nay. For whatsoever is more than these cometh from evil. Yes and no. Christ, Christ himself just said, let your communications be yeah or no. I didn't see both at the same time here. mischievous madness let's go on are obligated to fulfill the ten commandments but not to do it through rule keeping we are which takes us back to behavior which takes us back to behavior brothers and sisters it takes us back to behavior this rule keeping is behavior Let's get the book of 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 7. The book of 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 7. This is Paul writing to the Jews in Thessalonica. 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 7. Paul is going to say contrary to Creflo Dollar. See, it's the chapter and the verse. He's going to read chapter and verse, which we're going to go over. But I'm going to show you the skipping. It says, I'm going to start in verse 6. 
Second uh, Thessalonians 3, verse 6. It says, Now we command you, brethren, again, the brethren are the Jews, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye withdraw yourselves from every brother that walketh disorderly and not after the traditions which he received of us. Disorderly. What does it mean? What does it mean to walk? orderly because remember the opposite of orderly is disorderly so what is what does it mean to walk orderly I want you to see this the book of acts let's go to the book of acts the book of acts chapter 21 verse 24 says take them and purify thyself with them and be at charge with them that they may shave their heads and all may know that those things were of which which they were informed concerning thee are nothing but that thou thyself also walkest orderly and keepest the law so watch this watch david watch david psalms 119 Psalms 119, verse 133. Psalms 119, verse 133 says, Order my steps in thy word, thy law, and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. See, the ordering was in the law. Paul says, that we did not walk disorderly or against the law. Let's read verse 7. This, let's go back to 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 7. It says, For yourselves know how ye ought to follow us. For we behaved, behaved. That's an action within you. For we behaved not ourselves disorderly among you. There must be a behavior from you. But Criffle Dollar said not through behavior. Wait a minute, that's not what the Bible says. Anti-Bible. First Timothy three and two. First Timothy three verse two says this: A bishop must be blameless. What what is blameless? What does blameless mean? So you got the purple dollar just dancing around the scriptures to try to make a plot, and I didn't mean point. I mean plot to what he's doing for the image of the beast. What does it mean to be blameless? How can we be blameless? I'm going to show you an example. It says this, and they were both righteous. Righteous, you are righteous. How? Walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. You cannot be blameless on your own conscience. You must be walking in the commandments of God, and that is what's going to make us blameless. 
which means without sin, by the way. I want you to understand that. Let's go back to uh, 1 Timothy 3 and 2. It says, a bishop must then be blameless, the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach behavior. I'm putting this point up because as we go along, I'm going to show you the backwards understanding that Creflo Dollar has when he's trying to teach the Bible. Let's go on. Obligated to fulfill the Ten Commandments, but we do it through the Holy Spirit. We are obligated to fulfill the Ten Commandments, but we're going to allow the Holy Spirit to administer the morality of the Ten Commandments through our lives versus allowing rule-keeping and self-effort to be the administrator of morality in our lives. You see, the Ten Commandments, those are that, that, that's, those Ten Commandments, those were the moral law of God. That's right, Creflo. They are the moral law of God that deals with the conscience. Now, let's, the conscience now, and I want to go back and get one chapter and one verse to show you that it was happening. That moral law is displayed right here. It says, and I want y'all to realize this, Acts, Acts chapter 24, verse 15. I want to read this. It says, and have hope toward God, which they themselves also allow that there shall be a resurrection of the dead, both of the just that keep the law and the unjust that don't keep it. Christ mentioned that in John chapter 5, verse 28 and 29. Just is the same as good. Unjust is the same as evil. Verse 16. Acts 24, verse 16. And herein do I exercise myself to have always a conscience void of offense. A conscience void of sin. Offense is sin. Why? Matthew. See, let's read these scriptures, brothers and sisters. Matthew chapter 18, verse 7. Woe. Matthew 18, verse 7. The word woe, look it up. It means sadness, destruction, tribulation. Woe unto the world because of offenses, for it must need be that offenses come. But woe to the man by whom the offense come. Why? Because God is punishing for sin. It's not giving out rewards of the kingdom for sinners. Back to Acts 24, verse 16, where it says, And herein do I exercise myself to all to have always a conscience void of offense toward God and towards men. A conscience void of offense. Now, I want to I want to say this. Creflo Dollar is saying that you will get the Holy Spirit without keeping the law. I'm gonna show you. Let's read, let's listen. 
And the moral law of God was not, uh, it was very difficult to achieve the moral moral law of God in a person's life through rule keeping. That's a lie. We just read in Luke 1 and 6 that Elizabeth and her husband Zacharias did it. Moses, watch Psalms 99. Psalms 99. Doesn't matter if it's difficult. It doesn't matter if it's difficult. We can prove that it was done. Psalms 99, verse 7. Watch this. Or verse 6. Psalms 99, verse 6. And I'm going to come back to Psalms 99, verse 6 a little later. But I'm going to read it verse, read it right now. It says, Moses and Aaron among his priests, and Samuel among them that called upon his name. They called upon the Lord, and he answered them. And he spake unto them in a cloudy pillar. They kept his testimonies and the ordinances that he gave them. See, regular men from the time of Noah kept his testimonies. Wasn't difficult. The Bible never, you you don't see the, the, the word difficult in a verse is something preferable dollars making up. Now, I'm not going to say, brothers and sisters, that it's not difficult, but coming out of transgression for the first, you know, when you first start coming out of transgression and learning as time goes on, it gets easier. Not that not the fact that Creville Dollar is saying that you can steady year after year, week after week, day after day, hour after hour not be able to achieve this it happens let's let's listen on so there are 613 laws in the mosaic law there are 10 commandments and 603 rules you have see it was 613 now it is 603. see creflo dollar see i want you to listen to keep in order to see the 10 commandments manifest in your behavior and in your life and the problem is, is that they couldn't keep all 603 of the rules in order to see. Let's go back to the scriptures again. Let's see what God gave the children of Israel in the book of Exodus. Now, I'm going to show you that through, let's, let's read it first. I'm going to read two chapters. I'm going to read from two chapters of verse each. Exodus 34, 28. And he was there with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights. He did neither eat bread nor drink water. And he wrote upon the tables the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments, the Ten Commandments. Now, the other laws, which he still can't go into this Bible and says it was 613 or 603, came in the Levitical priesthood, which is the book of Leviticus. The Ten Commandments were the first to be given. 
10 words, 10 commandments that Moses received in Exodus 20, verses 2 through 17. 10 words on the stone tablet. But he's mocking God by saying that we had to keep the 600. No, there were 10 commandments. Says the same thing in Deuteronomy. Here's the second Deuteronomy 4, verse 13. And he declared unto you his covenant, which he commanded you to perform. Even 10 commandments perform for you to perform, for you to perform. Even 10 commandments. I do not see 613. You were to perform 10 commandments. And be and he wrote them upon two tables of stone. I want y'all to listen up a little bit more. The Ten Commandments or the morality of the Ten Commandments birth through their life. We're free from that. We're How are we free from that, brothers and sisters? How are we free from that? Let's listen on free from having to keep all of these laws in order to try to produce morality in our life. One but ten. We just read it. We're free from the condemnation of trying to keep all of these rules in order to get the Ten Commandments or the Ten Moral Laws to, 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 to manifest in our life. We're free from the condemnation, free from the failure, free from rule-keeping. To What other laws? and rule keeping see you you see creflo dollar if you if you're if you are spiritually in discernment of him or of or in the scriptures you'll understand that he's separating the two he's trying to put them together but he doesn't understand that he is separating the two i'm going to show you i'm going to show you everything you need to see brothers and sisters about what these preachers are doing to our people in these boxes on the corner that they call churches. These governed, sponsored churches that is designed to carry your and my family to from the womb to the tomb. That is the design of these churches, to rack up the dead in judgment before God. To keep them out of the book of life. And I can't wait to go over that podcast episode, brothers and sisters, the book of life. Let's listen on. Try to obtain morality in our lives. We're free from that. We are now under the administration of the Holy Spirit. And the administration of the Holy Spirit, he is now, glory to God, through grace, going to manifest the moral law, the Ten Commandments, the morality of the Ten Commandments, the Holy Spirit is going to be working in us to manifest that through our life, through our behavior. So are we obligated? Are we going to see the fulfillment of the Ten Commandments in our lives as New Testament Christians? Yes. How? Through the administration of the Holy Ghost, through grace. Now, I'm going to tell you that all that was a lie. 
You see, brothers and sisters, I want you to understand what Creflo Dollar is saying. Creflo Dollar is saying that you can get the Holy Spirit without keeping the law. I want you to understand what he is saying. He is saying that the Holy Ghost can come unto you without first keeping the law. See, I didn't go over this last week like I should have. I didn't go over this last week like I should have. But I want you to understand the evil that is behind this sermon. He says that we can get the Holy Ghost. Or I should say, we we don't believe that, but the Sunday Christian, I should say, can get the Holy Ghost being free from the law. Stay tuned, brothers and sisters of the Most High. We're going to go right into that after the break. You're listening to A Light to the Children's Ministries with your host, the Apostle Reuben. Stay tuned. Now, brothers and sisters, uh, welcome back from the break, by the way. All praises to the Most High, the God of our fathers. I wanted to direct your attention to the book of John 14, verse 14. John chapter 14, verse 14 says this. It says, if ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Verse 15. If ye love me, keep my commandments. If ye love me, keep my commandments. Keep my commandments. Verse 16 is the key. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not neither knoweth him but ye know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you let's go back again to verse 16 and i will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that ye may that he may abide with you forever. Listen, Christ said, if you keep my commandments, my commandments. Now we go on, we're gonna go back to we're gonna go to John chapter seven. John chapter seven. And I want to read verse 16. Verse 15, I'll say, verse 15 and 16. It says, And the Jews marvel, saying, How knoweth this man the letters, having never learned, 
Jesus answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine own, but his that sent me. Watch this. Verse 17. If any man will to do his will, he shall know the doctrine, whether I be of God or whether I speak of myself. The commandments of Christ are not different than the commandments of God. They're the same. Found back in the book of Exodus 2 through 17. Don't try to, what they try to do, they try to separate Christ's commandments from the Father. No, they're the same. Doctrine is the commandments. When you read Proverbs 4, verse 2, which you don't have to turn there, Proverbs 4 and 2 says, I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. Doctrine is law. To do the will of God is found in Romans 2.18 and Psalms 40, verse 8. Psalms 40, verse 8, you don't have to turn there, says, I delight to do thy will, O my God, yea, thy law is in my heart. Romans 2.18, as I said before and I say again, brothers and sisters, when you look at Romans 2.18, the will is in keeping God's law. Romans 2.18 says, Watch this. We'll read verse 17. Behold, thou art called a Jew and restest in the law, because the rest is in the law. The old paths mentioned in Jeremiah 6, verse 16. And makest thy boast of God, and knowest his will, his will, and more and approvest the things that are more excellent, being instructed out of the law. So the will of God is being instructed out of the law. So when you go back to John chapter 14, which we're going to do, let's get our, let's focus our attention back to John 14, verse 16, where Christ says, and I will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, the spirit of, of truth what is the spirit of truth what is the truth the law the holy spirit is a spirit that is of the law the holy spirit cannot come into a lawless man to manifest the commandments through him watch verse 17 i'm going to show you again verse 17 even the spirit of truth to whom the world cannot receive. It's a reason why the world cannot receive it. He's going to tell you, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. What does it mean to know him? Seeing and knowing is the same. What does it mean to, let's go right back to John. First John, first John, first John, chapter two, verse three. It says in verse three, and hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. You cannot get the Holy Ghost if you don't know him, which is keep his commandments. Verse 4 again. 
He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But watch this. Verse 5. But whosoever keepeth the word, which is the law, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. If you keep the, the law, see, watch this. Let's, let's go back to Creflo. Because I, I, I just wanted you to see, brothers and sisters, that you will not get the Holy Ghost without keeping the law. Did they see morality in their lives by trying to keep all the rules to make it happen? No, they didn't. That's a lie. We just read. Let's read it again. Did they see? Let's read it again. Let's go back. Anti-Bible. You, Creflo Dollar, are anti-Bible. 1 John 2 and 5. But whosoever keepeth the word in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby we know that we are in him. Verse 6. I'm just going to read verse 6. Uh, 1 John 2 and 6. He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also to walk even as he walked. You can see the change in your life and your love perfected by keeping them. What is Crystal talking about? You mean no. We are free from the law or from trying to manifest moral law through rule keeping without the Holy Ghost. Wow. But you just read that you can't get the Holy Ghost without keeping it. How can you get the Holy Ghost without keeping the law? This is what's taught in the church. I have to digress off this, brothers and sisters. I've, I've got to go a little bit farther. First Peter. No, excuse me. Excuse me. Second Peter 1 verse 21 says, For the prophecy came not in the old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. What? How, how can we, how are men holy? Can a man be holy himself? Can he just appear holy? Can he just appear holy? Let's go, let's go back to numbers. Let's go back to numbers. One verse. Numbers 15. Numbers chapter 15, verse 40 says that ye may remember and do all his commandments and be holy unto your God. And be holy, holy unto your God. To be holy unto God is by keeping the commandments. There is no other way to be holy. Though these, these prophets were never holy because they just appeared 
they kept the commandments. They were holy men. Deuteronomy 28, verse 9. Deuteronomy 28, verse 9 says, The Lord shall establish thee a holy people unto himself. And he has sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep his commandments, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways, you can. Let's. Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7. That's why it's called the Holy Spirit. How can the Holy Spirit dwell in an unholy person? Ah, it's a simple question. Romans 7 14 for all you that keep thinking that, oh, we're going back and Romans chapter 7, verse 14 again, verse 12. Romans chapter 7, verse 12 says, Wherefore the law is holy, the commandments holy, just, and good. But Paul says in verse 13, Was then that which is good made death unto me? God forbid. It can't. There's no death in keeping the law. It's life. Proverbs 7 and 2, keep the commandments and live, and the law, the apple of thine eye. Proverbs 4 and 4 says the same thing. Keep the commandments and live. There was no death in keeping the law. This is what Creflo Dollar is saying. But sin, that it might appear sin working death in me, sin working death in him, by that which is good, that sin might, by the commandment, might become exceedingly sinful. What is Paul talking about? Paul is, is saying to you, and, I, and I'm not going to go by my own words, that when we go back to Acts again, I hate to go by my own words. I'm going to, I'm going to, Acts 22, verse 3, Paul says that he was raised in the perfect manner of the law and was zealous toward God. But guess what he did? And Acts 22, verse 4, and persecuted this way unto death, binding and delivering the prison into prisons, both men and women. These were the ones that did not keep the law of Moses, which was I'm fit to, fisting to explain to you now what it is. Let's read what the law of Moses is. We're going to a couple of scriptures. First of all, where I want to go is Psalms 99, verse 6. I told you I was going to come back there. Psalms 99, verse 6 says, this one verse. It says, Moses and Aaron among his priests. Moses was a priest. Moses was a priest. He was head priest. This is significant now. And Samuel among them that called upon his name, they called upon the Lord and he answered them. Now, let's go back and look at Ezra chapter 3. 
Ezra chapter 3, verse 2. I'm going to read this. It says, Then stood Jeshua, or Jeshua, the son of Zadok, and his brethren, and the priest, and Zerubbabel, the son of Shaathiel, and his brethren, and builded an altar of God of the God of Israel to offer burnt offerings thereon, as it is written in the law of Moses, the man of God. The law of Moses dealt with offerings because he was a priest. You read it for yourself. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you a couple of more scriptures because we got to pay attention. First Chronicles 6, verse 49. I'm showing you what the law of Moses was. First Chronicles 6, verse 49. First Chronicles 6, 49. Let me see. Make sure this is right. First Chronicles 6, verse 49. It says this. But Aaron and his sons offered upon the altar of burnt offerings. So it says Aaron and his sons offered upon the altar of the burnt offerings and on the altar of incense and were appointed for all the work of the place most holy to make an atonement for Israel according to all that Moses, Moses, the servant of God, had commanded. The law of Moses dealt with the priesthood, sacrifice, because Moses was a priest. Second Chronicles 33 and 8. See, these are scriptures, Creflo Dollar. He's not going to break it down to you. He's I'm going to, because I got something to show y'all. Brothers and sisters, I got something to show you. Got to read these chapters and verses. Second Chronicles 33, verse 8. It says, Neither will I any more remove the foot of Israel from out of the land which I have appointed to your fathers, so that ye will take heed to do all that I commanded them according to the whole law remember james talked about that remember james talked about that james talked about that let's watch this james remember i'm just going to flip back real quick and get this precept because james is going to let you know something james chapter 2 verse 10 for whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point is guilty of all james wasn't talking about the 10 he was talking about the whole law. He's going to separate the two. We're going to read it. Watch this. Second Chronicles 33, verse 8. Neither will ye any more remove the foot of Israel out from the land which I have appointed to your fathers, so that they will take heed to do all that I commanded them according to the whole law and the statutes and the ordinances by the hand of Moses. See, the statutes 
of Moses came as a judgment to those that broke the Ten Commandments. There was a judgment given. I'm going to do a podcast episode on this. I should have done it before I done this one too. We could get a better understanding, but we're going to see that ministers like Creflo Dollar take the Bible at a, and 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 try to deceive the people for a purpose. He's he fears man more than God. We're going to see this as we go through the podcast. Let's get one more. Let's go to the New Testament and see. Precept must be upon precept, must be upon precept, or the precepts is going to come upon you, which is which which, which is what Isaiah 28, verse 13 is really talking about. But let's go back to the book of Matthew chapter 8 and verse 3 and 4 it says matthew chapter 8 verse 3 and 4 and jesus put forth his hand and touched him saying i i will be thou clean so it says i will be thou clean and immediately his leprosy was cleansed but watch this verse 4 it says and jesus saith unto him see thou tell no man but go thy way, show thyself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded to for the testimony unto them. Moses' commandments dealt with sacrifice, offering. You see these precepts telling you that the law of Moses dealt with offering. One six hundred and thirteen. All this, this, this he gave to the Levitical priesthood. The law of Moses dealt with the atonement, the first testament atonement. Let me show you Hebrews eleven real quick. But we got to get back to Creflo. I went, I digressed too much, but it says Hebrews nine verse one. Then verily the first covenant had also ordinances of divine service and worldly sanctuary. For there was a tabernacle made, the first wherein was the candlestick, the table, the showbread, which is called the sanctuary. Now he lists what he lists all that was in the tabernacle. But I want to go to the point. It says this, verse 9, Hebrews 9, verse 9, which was a figure of the time then present, which were offered both gifts, remember Matthew 8 and 4. Sacrifices, he told you, he told the man in Matthew 8 4, take thy gift to the priest. Paul's going to explain the gift here. Gift and sacrifices that could not make him that did the service perfect as pertaining to the conscience. That service was not for the conscience. That is what Creflo Dollar isn't teaching. He's talking about the conscience. The rule keeping was this. This was the rule keeping not the Ten Commandments, this service of the temple, the law of Moses, was the rule keeping. He's not breaking it down right. He's skipping. 
Watch this. Verse 10, Hebrews 9, verse 10, which stood only in meat and drink and diverse washing and carnal ordinances. Remember, Paul said in Romans 7, 14, for the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. The carnal is Paul was a Pharisee. This is what Paul was dealing with. Paul was going into the works. These are the works that Paul are telling you you are not justified by. These, these had to happen. This was the way to atone for sin before Christ by the carnal and the ordinances imposed, which was forced on them until the time of reformation, until the time of Christ. This is the rule keeping. He won't say it, but this is the rule keeping that had to happen if you broke the Ten Commandments. We are now delivered unto the administration of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. The administration of the Holy Spirit means work, but how can the administration of the holy spirit work through a lawless man he's this is what an example of antichrist i want y'all to understand this is the example of the antichrist christ did not say that see creflo dollar is preaching another jesus who will now change our hearts and produce morality of the Ten Commandments in our lives. I hope you got that. Does that make sense? No. Did you get it? Now, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to back up because there were months ago I wrote this in a little book trying to figure out why God wanted me to write it down. I wrote this in a little book trying to figure out how God wanted me to write it down jeremiah all of that was out of his own heart jeremiah 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 six i want you to hear this Jeremiah 6, verse 13 says, For from it says, For from the least of them, even to the greatest of them, everyone is given to covetousness. And from the prophet, even unto the priest, everyone dealeth falsely. See, in this time, brothers and sisters, in ancient times in the Old Testament, it was Israel dealing falsely. Jeremiah 23, verse 16. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, hearken not unto the words of the prophets that prophesy unto you. They make you vain. They speak a vision of their own heart. I tried to figure out why God wanted me to write this down. From his own heart. And not out of the mouth of the Lord, which is the scriptures. He never read to you that you had to keep the commandments to even get the Holy Ghost. But he said you can get it, and then it's going to manifest. Brothers, sisters, it's a lot of people out here that 
cannot understand that this man is killing them, both spiritually and setting them up for the lake of fire. And here's what I wrote. I wrote, being free from the law of Moses does not mean that you are without morals. It, what you talking about being free from the law of which now we just read what the law of Moses was sacrifice. We just read that. And I'm going to show you that the Ten Commandments preceded Exodus 22. I'm going to show you that. Means that instead of trying to achieve morality through the law or rule keeping, you will now achieve morality by the administration of the Holy Spirit through grace who changes you from the inside out. Grace. But Paul, let's go back. Paul again. I'm going to show y'all. Christ said in, let me say this. Christ said in John 8, 32, ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. What did he mean? Let's go to John 8, 32. See, Creflo Dollar is teaching people to be free from the law, but that again is anti-Christ. John 8, 32. It says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Now, it says, then they answered him, we are Abraham's seed, and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? Watch this. Verse 34. Here's the key. Jesus answered them, verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever committeth sin is a servant of sin. Who so whosoever committeth the transgression of the law, they serve the devil. First John three and eight. I'm going to show you. I'm, 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 John John is on point. I like the writings of John as well as Paul as well as James. I like them all. But First John, I'm going to show you. First John three and eight, the first epistle of John. He who committeth sin is a servant of sin. Watch this. First John three and eight. He that committeth sin, there's that committeth sin, committeth sin, is of the devil. See, Christ said, he that committeth sin don't serve me, they serve transgressions, the devil. See, how can you commit sin, be free from, because if you're free from sin, I'm going to show you. After the break, brothers and sisters, that freedom was always in the law, not from it. And if you're free from the law, which one? Moses? Hold on, I'm going to show y'all. You're listening to A Light to the Children's Ministries with your host, the Apostle Reuben. Stay tuned. Welcome back after the break, brothers and sisters. I told you I was going to show you 
which law you are free from. But before I do that, I'm going to show you that the freedom, the freedom was in the law. The freedom was in the law, brothers and sisters. I'm going to show you that. The freedom was in God's law. Let's go back to the first, the first testament. Let's get Psalms 119, verse 43 through 45. Psalms 119, verse 43 says, And take not the word of truth utterly out of my mouth for i have hoped in thy judgments the judgments are the word of truth when the bible presents something they present part of the phrase or, or part of the verse and then explain in the second part of the verse the first part of the verse the word of truth is the judgments verse 44 so shall i keep thy law continually forever and ever and i will walk at liberty liberty for i seek thy precepts the the, the liberty which is freedom liberty and free is the same word it means the same thing i should say liberty and freedom mean the same thing let's get james i want to i want to give you these precepts james Love brother James. Because brothers and sisters, if we let these ministers continue, watch this. James chapter 1, verse 25. Watch. It says, But whoso looketh unto the perfect law of liberty. Remember, Creflo Dollar said the law is perfect, but it was given to a fallen people. I'm going to show you what fallen means. I'm going to show you what it means to fall. You're just not fallen because you are fallen. It's a reason why you are fallen. Watch this. James 1 verse 25 again. But whoso looketh unto the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein and continue in that freedom. The law is freedom that you have to continue in therein. He being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed indeed. How can you get freedom from something that is freedom? I'm going to read this. James 2 and 12. So speak ye, and so do, as they shall be judged by the law of liberty. The liberty was in the law. But what law? I'll say it like this. In order to you for you to be free from the law, what law bound you? We know that the Ten Commandments did not bound you. 
the Ten Commandments did we just read three three scriptures four John 8 32 the truth shall make you free what is the truth if your New Testament scripture before I give you a couple of Old Testament scriptures Romans 2 Paul himself is gonna say Romans 2 and 20 an instructor of the foolish a teacher of babes which has the form of knowledge and of truth in the law Malachi Malachi rightly dividing the word of truth brethren I'm not going to read I'm not going to use one person see he used Paul Paul and then he went back to try to he went and I didn't I can't get it all but he actually went back to the Genesis to try to prove that the the law was moral but I'm going to show you the Ten Commandments were before Moses received the law Malachi 2 verse 6 it says the law of truth was in his mouth and iniquity was not found in his lips he walked with me in peace inequity and did turn many away from iniquity see brothers and sisters the law let's get one more you want to know what the truth is Remember, the Bible said that the Holy Ghost is the spirit of truth. Psalms 119, verse 151, Thou art near, O Lord, and all thy commandments are truth. Psalms 119, verse 142, Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and thy law is the truth. So. When Christ said, "Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free," the law is what frees you. So, how can you be free from it when it is the purpose of freedom? Let's go back to what he's talking about. I'm gonna show y'all what Kerplo is talking about. Let me show y'all. Let me show you I'm gonna take because well let me let let me let me do this the way that I was supposed to do it. I'm digressing, but we're supposed to be doing this in order. And I'm gonna do this in order. The Holy Spirit, you're gonna need help, and the Holy Spirit was sent to be your help. Look what he says in in Philippians 2:13. Not without the law. For God is working in you, doing what? Giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. So the Holy Spirit. Wait a minute. Now, he wrote, he read that out of a <laughs> newer version. But we're going to go look at Philippians 2.13. Philippians 2.13 says, For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. What is the pleasure of God? Let's look at it. Psalms 103, verse 20. Psalms 103, verse 20. I'm going to follow Preflo. Psalms 103, verse 20 says, Bless or bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength and do 
his commandments, hearkening to the voice of his word. Verse 21. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, that minister of his, of ministers of his. I'm going to read that again. Bless ye the Lord, because I had a thought in my mind, and I got to take y'all back to the host, because I, I had to think. Sometimes, brothers and sisters, when I read scripture, I'm thinking of others, and it messes up what I'm supposed to be doing. Let me stop. It says, bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts that minister of his that do his pleasure. The pleasure is in the keeping of the commandments. His pleasure, watch, Isaiah chapter 42, verse 21, it says, Isaiah 42, 21 says, The Lord is well pleased for his righteousness sake. He, he will magnify the law and make it honorable. The Lord is always pleased first in his law. Now, 1 John 3. 1 John 3. If you're going to please God, how are you going to do that? 1 John 3. 1 John 3. 1 John 3 and verse 22. It says, And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. So when we go back to Philippians 2.13, when it says do his pleasure, the pleasure of the Lord is the keeping of the commandments. And the will of God is for us to keep the commandments because that's his will. God cannot work in you without it. He cannot dwell with you without it. The Holy Ghost dwells in you because you keep the commandments. Back to 1 John 3.24 again. I read 1 John 3.22. Now I'm going to read 1 John 3.24. And he that keepeth his commandments dwelleth in him, and he in him. Hereby we know that he abideth in us by the spirit which he has given us. That spirit is the spirit of truth. Come on, Creflo. Come on, Creflo. Let's go up to 11 verse. Let's go up to 11 minutes. Because I got to, let's go up to 11 minutes. We're going to follow him out. 48 seconds. Let's go. The law was given by Moses. So this, this, this was referring to the laws that it showed up in Exodus 20 when God gave the law to Israel. And then Moses wrote, wrote four books uh, that were considered the book of the laws. It started in Exodus to Deuteronomy. Somebody said, what about Genesis? Genesis, the law did not appear in Genesis. Genesis, although written by Moses, was, did not talk about the law. It talked about the generation. And, and Liar. Watch. Let me do this as fast as I can, brothers and sisters. 
the book of Genesis. See, first of all, I want to go back to Job. And then I want to I want to go back to Job. I got to do this fast. Job 31, verse 33. It says, I want to read this first because I want to show you where it started. It says, if I covered my transgressions as Adam by hiding mine iniquity, which is sin, in my bosom. So transgression started with Adam. Transgress what? Watch, watch, watch. He's going to mention this. Now, I can't cover everything he says because it'll take me six hours to cover his hour of lies. But I want to show you the transgression of the law is what sin is. First John 3 and 4. For whosoever committeth sin also transgresses the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. There cannot be sin without a law. He said they didn't proceed Exodus 20. Watch this. Let's go back to Genesis. I got to do this quickly. Genesis chapter, I'm going to, I'm going to list all the Ten Commandments when I read this. Because you don't see it. He's spiritually discerned. He don't see it. Let's go to Genesis. I'm going to start in Genesis 39, verse 7. It says, and it came to pass, Genesis 39 and 7, that his master's wife, they're talking about Joseph, cast her eyes upon Joseph, and he said, lie with me. Now, I want you to, uh, I'm going to drop down to verse 9. And there is none greater than uh, in this house than I, neither he has kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness to his wife and sin, transgress the law against God? What was the sin? What was this sin? Exodus. I'm going to keep, I, I want you to keep Exodus. I'm not going to be able to list them all in order, but I'm going to try my best to hurry through this. The Ten Commandments didn't precede Moses. Liar. Exodus 20, verse. Exodus 20, verse 14 says, Thou shalt not commit adultery. Adultery. Is when you, I'm, I'm going to tell you, adultery, let's go look at it. I thought I was going to do, be able to do this uh, quickly. Matthew 5. Matthew 5. What do I want to start? I want to go to Matthew 5. No, I can't go to Matthew 5 because it'll take too much time. What I want to do is I want to go back to Genesis and understand that the wickedness that Joseph would have committed would have been committing adultery because. He would have laid with Potiphar's wife. 
that would be considered adultery. Exodus, remember, Exodus 18, this is before the law was given. Exodus 18, remember the law was given in Exodus 20. Exodus 18, verse 20 and 21. And thou shalt teach them ordinances and laws, and shalt show them the way wherein they must walk and the work they must do. Moreover, thou shalt provide out of all the people able men such as fear God, men of truth, hating covetousness, and place such over them to be rulers of thousands and rulers of hundreds and rulers of fifties and rulers of tens. Covetousness, Exodus chapter 20. And we're going to read verse 17. And thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, nor thy, na thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservants, nor his maidservants, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is it, thy neighbor's. Now, that's two commandments that appeared before Exodus 20 when God gave the law. That's two, covetousness and adultery. They're back before God gave the commandments. Let's look at Genesis 35, verse 2. Genesis 35, verse 2. It says this, and Jacob, and Jacob said unto his household and to all that were with him, put away the strange gods that are among you and be clean and change your garments. What are the strange gods? First Samuel, first Samuel 7 and 3. I was hoping this didn't take too long. First Samuel chapter 7. Verse 3 says, And Samuel spake unto all the house of Israel, saying, If ye do return unto the Lord with your hearts, and put away the strange gods and Ashtoreth from among you, and prepare your hearts unto the Lord, and serve him only, and he will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. What commandment is this? What commandment is this? Exodus chapter 20, verse 2. I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Verse 4. Thou shalt not make unto thee any engraved images. What? In Genesis 35 and 2, Jacob tells his family to put a away the strange gods they had gods as teraphim in their possession jacob said put them away that's commandment one come on now come on now genesis 31 verse 34 Genesis 31, verse 34. 
Now, I'm going to read verse 34. It says, Now Rachel had taken the images and put them, what images? What images? What images? Back, back, back to Genesis 20 and 4. Thou shalt not make unto thee any engraved image or any likeness of anything that is in the heavens above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Come on. Genesis 31, 34. And Rachel had taken the images and put them in the camel's furniture. And sat upon them, and the bond searched all the tents and found them not. But let's go down. Verse 36. It says, And Jacob was wroth. He was wroth of the bond and chose with the bond. Jacob answered and said to Laban, What is my trespass? What is my sin that thou shalt that? that thou has so hotly pursued after me. See, Jacob's approach to Laban because his images of his gods were missing. Rachel had what? Stole back to, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I'm, I'm trying to get you to understand, brothers and sisters, very, very carefully, that the commandments preceded. We already see that um, these commandments are there. We just haven't never had a minister to bring it out. See, when you look at Genesis 31, verse 19, Genesis 31, verse 19 says, it says, and Laban went to shear his sheep, and Rachel had stolen the images that were her father's. Exodus 20, verse 15 and thou shalt not steal. Wow. Thou shalt not steal. Wow. Let's go back. Let's go back to Genesis. I'm just, I got to do this real quick. Genesis 21, verse 23. It says, now therefore swear unto me here by the God that thou will not deal falsely with me, nor with my son, nor with my son's sons, but according to the kindness that thou hast done unto thee, that I have done unto thee, thou shalt do unto me, and to the land wherein thou hast sojourned. Falsely. 
Genesis chapter 20, I mean, Exodus, excuse me, Exodus 20, verse 16. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Hey, the Ten Commandments were in Genesis. They were in the book of Genesis. They proceeded covetousness, false dealings, all were in the commandment all were that were in the commandments were mentioned in the book of genesis there's no way brothers and sisters when we look into it that these laws the 10 commandments there's no way that it is not evident that they appeared before Exodus. They did. Just because they were not listed does not mean they did not exist. They would not know how to behave themselves without the law. You cannot have transgression without the law. See? I'm going to show y'all something. Romans 4.15. Again. Romans 4.15 says this. Pay attention. It says, Because the law worketh wrath, for where no law is, there is no transgression. If there is no law, there is no transgression. So Creflo's told a story when he said, that there was no Ten Commandments before Moses. He told a lie. Romans 3, 19. All right, now watch this. He says here, now we know that what things soever the law saith, it saith to them who are under the law. Well, I just showed you who's under the law. Jewish people. So what? No, who's under the law is Israel. Not Jewish people. He's trying to say that those white Jewish, the Caucasian Jewish people, is for them. No, stick to the script, Creflo. Who is it for? Romans 9, verse 4. Who are the Israelites? Not just the Jewish people, the Israelites. To whom pertaineth the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the service of God and the promise, the service of God. We're going to go into that. Whatever the law says, he's saying to Jewish people. So if the law says you can't pick up sticks and the law says, you know. Mocking God. That's uh, Numbers 15, verse 32. He's mocking God right now. It's just that his lost sheep can't discern. That if you have a mole on your face, you can't be called to the priesthood. If the law says all of those kind of things. Priesthood. Priesthood. Think about it. Priesthood. This ain't the Ten Commandments. He's talking about what I've been telling you all along, brothers and sisters. Rule keeping is the priesthood, not the Ten Commandments. He says, I'm talking to Jewish people who are under the law. I'm not talking to you. I'm not saying this to you. He says. Uh, of course he's not because you. Now he's putting himself with Greek. 
he's a beast pastor. So he's with that democracy doctrine, that integration doctrine. Now we know that what things soever the law saith, it saith to them who are under the law that every mouth may be stopped and that all the world may become guilty before God. He's trying to say, what I'm doing with Jewish people, I'm doing it to show you that what they did and the way they tried to achieve morality didn't work. They could not achieve more. Back, back, real quick before the break. Back to Hebrews chapter 9. Morality deals with the conscience. It says, Hebrews 9 and 9, it says, which was a figure for the time then present, and which were offered both gifts and sacrifices that could not make him that did the service perfect as pertaining to the conscience. That worship, that covenant of Levi mentioned in Numbers 25, verse 12, which we're going to go to, could not make your conscience perfect. It was only a service to atone for the sins. Creflo is calling that rule keeping. That's not the Ten Commandments. You're listening to A Light to the Children's Ministries with your host, the Apostle Reuben. Stay tuned. Welcome back, brothers and sisters, to the last part. I really had to do some adjusting to get this much, but I thank you for bearing with me all this time. Now, the rule-keeping is being explained to you in Hebrews 9, verse 9. But I'm going to show you something. When when he says it's been given to a fallen people, when it has been given to a fallen people, how do you fall? How do you fall? Now, brothers and sisters, I'm I'm trying to keep this close here and with the time there was a lot. Proverbs chapter 10. Proverbs chapter 10. <laughs> Man, you if it was given to fallen people, let me show you how they fell. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 8 says, The wise in heart will receive commandment but the pratting fool shall fall. The fall comes in when you don't keep them. So if he gave, as Creflo Dollar says, fallen people Ten Commandments and they couldn't keep them, well, the reason why they failed was because they didn't keep them. See, this is the tricks that these ministers are bound in to deceive our people let's listen on good what was the problem we were not we were carnal trying to keep something that was perfect and our carnal method was if we can do all these 603 rules we'll be able to keep those 10. now he said carnal he said carnal 
what was carnal? See, see, he goes into it. See, he's doing a lot of talking. See, Creflo Dollar understands a little bit. But what was the carnal? What was the carnal? Watch this. Hebrews, watch this. Hebrews 7, verse 11 says, Therefore, perfection, if, if therefore perfection were by the Levitical priesthood, for under it the people receive the law. What is the law? Book of Hebrews, chapter 8, verse 4. For if he were on earth, he should not be a priest, seeing that there are priests that offer gifts according to the law. Hebrews 10 and 8. Above when he says sacrifice and offerings and burnt offerings and offering for sin, thou wouldest not. Neither has pleasure. He has no pleasure in that. He has pleasure in the ten, though. But he had no pleasure in the carnal law. He remembers Psalms 103, 20 and 21. And first John 3 22, he had pleasure, pleasure in us keeping the commandments. The ten, but not in the carnal law. He had no pleasure in that. Therein which are offered by the law. So the law, this law that was of the Levitical priesthood, which Moses was, Moses was a Levite. Exodus 3 and 1, real quick. See, this is what he's not teaching. Exodus 3 and 1. Now, we've already proved that the commandments preceded Moses. Already proved that. It says, now, I'm going to show you. Exodus, the book of Exodus, excuse me, not 3, but the book of Exodus, chapter 2, verse 1. Exodus 2 says, And there went out a man of the house of Levi, and took a wife, daughter of levi levi is were leviticus levi leviticus because levi executed the priesthood mentioned in leviticus his sons were to execute the priesthood and the woman exodus well, 2 verse 2 and the woman conceived and bare a son and when she saw that he was a goodly child, she said she hid him for three months. And who is this talking about? This is talking about Moses. So Moses was born from the tribe of Levi. He was a, a Levite. Levites dealt with the priesthood. Moses was called a priest in Psalms 99 verse 6. He was a priest. Watch this. It says, uh, back to Hebrews 7, 11. If therefore perfection were by the Levitical priesthood, for under it the people received the law, what further need was there for another priest should rise after the order of Melchizedek and not be called after the order of Aaron? See, 
Paul is saying something. How could there be another priest, which he's talking about Christ in the order of uh, Christ, the Messiah in the order of Melchizedek, when he wasn't from Levi? Aaron, Moses' brother, was a Levite too. Watch this verse 12. For the priesthood being changed, there is made a necessity, a change also in the law. What are you talking about? A change, not the doing away of the law, but a change in it. Because the Levitical priesthood made nothing perfect. Watch verse 14. For it is evident, Romans 7, I mean, not excuse me, Hebrews 7, 14. For it is evident that our Lord sprang out of Judah, which the which tribe Moses spake nothing concerning the priesthood, which was the law of Moses. See, brothers and sisters, Creflo Dollar isn't going over all of it. He's going over parts. The rule-keeping was the law of Moses. Let's listen on. I didn't love like I was supposed to love. Oh, God, am I ever going to go to heaven? That's where it all came from. The seed. John 3, 13 Number four. says, no man is ever going to Well, let's to look at more scripture here. This is important. Romans 4, 15. Romans 4, 15. I need to show you two more because this is important. The law revealed and condemned sin. Romans 4, 15. Because the law worketh wrath, for where no law is, there is no transgression. Now, before I go back into that, because remember, I read that too. The law condemns sin. What law condemns sin? What law condemned transgression of the law? The law of Moses, animal sacrifices, and the priesthood being able to condemn people that broke it. John chapter 8, verse 4. Come on. He's not, he's, he's going round and round and round. John 8, John 8, John 8. Watch this. And the scribe, John 8, verse 3. We'll start in verse 3. And the scribes and the Pharisee brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said unto him, which is Christ's master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses and the law commanded us that uh, that such be stoned. What sayest thou? Watch. I want you stone. Moses, the law of Moses stoned, stoned, killed. The law condemned sin, right? This woman was caught in adultery, which was sin, right? Let's go back to what Christ called stone. I'm going to do this real quick. Christ said in verse 7, so when he had continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said, he that is without sin among you, let him cast the first stone. He who you, he of you that don't transgress the law, cast the first stone. Watch verse 8, John 8, verse 8. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And they which heard it being convicted in their own conscience, because this law doesn't deal with the conscience. It's con watch. I'm not, I ain't gonna spoil it. Went out one by one, beginning with the eldest, even unto the last. 
and Jesus was left alone and the woman standing in the midst. And Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman and said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? The condemning was in the breaking of the Ten Commandments and the force was by the priesthood. That is how the condemnation of sin came upon one. They were to kill her because she transgressed the law. The Ten Commandments, she committed adultery. The Ten, not the 600. Rule keeping, as he say, Ten. Let's listen on. Where no law is, there is no transgression. So does that mean throw away the Ten Commandments? Because where no Ten Commandments are, there is no transgressions? No. He says, wow, confusion again. Creflo Dollar knows that there can be no sins without a law. That's why he's saying, shall we throw away the tents? He keeps going back to the ten. You, you got to understand what he's trying to do. Got to understand what he's trying to do. Throw away yourself effort of rule keeping trying to get the ten commandments to manifest in your life throw that away because where the law worketh where because the law worketh wrath for where no law is so if you get rid of the rule keeping part of this there won't be any transgressions liar the law worketh wrath because if you committed sin wrath was committed by the priesthood to kill you like in John 8, verse 4 down, the woman that was committing trans that committed transgression of the law was to be condemned. That's the wrath that worked. That's the wrath that worked. That's what that's see, he's he's turning it around. That's why it says in Hebrews 10, verse 28, it says, He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Let's go back to Deuteronomy 17. And what does that mean? What does that mean? Deuteronomy 17, verse 6. Whose hand did they die by? Did God come down and strike them with lightning? No, let's look in Deuteronomy 17, verse 6. It says, At the mouth of two or three witnesses shall he that is worthy of death be put to death. But the mouth of one witness shall not be put to death. But he but but what uh one witness he shall not be put to death the put to death is the law that worketh wrath they were being killed for sinning christ let's go back to romans 3. romans 3 says therefore romans 3 verse 20 Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there, watch this. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. See, 
This is what he's talking knowledge of sin. What is that talking about? Let's get Leviticus 4.23. The law is the knowledge of sin. For by this law, this law is the knowledge of sin. Watch this. Leviticus 4.23. If a man sin therein, he has man sin, wherein he has sinned, come to his knowledge. This is the knowledge. This is the law that is the knowledge of sin. He shall bring his offering a kid of goats, a male without blemish. Wait a minute. That is sacrifice. Sacrifice is the law that is the knowledge of sin in Romans 3 and 20. That is the law. That is the knowledge of sin. Paul didn't talk about the Ten Commandments and none of this. None of it. If you'll get rid of trying to achieve morality through self-effort and rule-keeping, there is no transgression. He Not true. If you watch this, Romans 6. Romans 6. Again, it says, being made free from sin, ye became servants of righteousness. You are not free from law, except you're being free from the works of the priesthood. We no longer have to commit the condemnation that the priesthood had to that the priest condemned the people with. That's why Paul said in Romans 8, he says, there now there is therefore now no condemnation, death to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Verse 2, for the law of the spirit of life in Jesus Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death, sacrifice and condemnation and judgment, which Creflo is calling rule keeping. That is not the same as the Ten Commandments. That is the judgment put upon you if you broke the Ten Commandments. That's the law we're free from. That is the grace that Christ gave us. That he's talking about in Romans 6, verse 14, when he says, Let not, for sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under law, but under grace. Watch this. What then shall we sin? He didn't read verse 15, because we are not under law, but under grace, God forbid. Why? Because in John 1 17, the law was given unto Moses, but Christ brought grace and truth. What is grace? Let me show you what grace is. Psalms 116, verse 15. Psalms 116, verse 5, excuse me. Psalms 116, verse 5. Psalms 116, verse 5 says, Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yea, our God is merciful. Grace means mercy. Grace is the same as mercy. It means nothing different. Some call it favor, yes, but it's still in the law. You can read uh, Proverbs chapter 3 
verse one through four and still see that those that call grace favor, you still have to keep the law to get it. Sorry. You're not going to get past me with that, nor none of the sheep which are striving to see the face of Christ. It says the same thing in Nehemiah 9 31, Psalms 86 15, Exodus 33 19, Joel 2 13, Psalms 103 verse 8, Deuteronomy 5 and 10, Daniel 9 and 4. Mercy and grace are the same. So let's look at Christ in the book of Matthew 9 13. It says, but go, he's talking to the Pharisee. He's talking to the Pharisee. But go ye and learn what that meaneth. For I will have mercy, not sacrifice. For I have not come to call the righteous which keep the law, but sinners unto repentance. Mercy, not sacrifice. I come to have grace in the truth to call them from sin, not sacrifice. The law that we were under was sacrifice. Christ says, I did not come in that. I am not in your priesthood. My priesthood is not of carnal things. My priesthood is the intercession for the saints mentioned in Romans 8, verse 27 down. That's why Acts, the book of Acts, the book of Acts chapter 13, the book of Acts chapter 13, verse 39 says, and by him, which is Christ, all that believe are justified, believe from all things which he could not be justified by the law of Moses. All that believe meaning keep the commandments. I gotta do a podcast on believe. Show you showing you that those that believe kept the law. See, Creflo Dollar, he's in a situation where he's trying to please one that is not not God. He fear he fears man, not God. Moral law that was wrong. It was the method in which they were trying to achieve morality. They could not achieve achieve morality by sacrifice, temple worship. The Ten Commandments you can. First John three again go to first john let's not let this man because the freedom was in the law first john 2 excuse me verse 5 but whosoever keepeth his word in him is the love of god perfected hereby we know that we are in him if you kept it That's why Christ said in, in John 15, verse 3, Now ye are clean through the word that I speak unto you. Not 
through the priesthood, through the word. That method he's talking about is the priesthood. He just won't say it. He's trying to, he's separating and then he's trying to put them back together, separating the morality. Because you're going to see, watch this. I want to get this one scripture. And I may have to make a part three to this because I don't have any more time, but there's a lot. I may make a short part three. But Jeremiah chapter seven. Jeremiah chapter seven says, verse 22 says, For I spake not unto your fathers, nor commanded them in the day I brought them out of Egypt concerning burnt offerings or sacrifice, which is the law. But this thing I commanded them, saying, Obey my voice, and I will be your God and ye shall be my people and walk ye in all the ways i have commanded you that it may be well with you watch this verse 24 but they hardened but they hardened not nor nor inclined their ears but walked in the councils and the imagination of their evil heart and went backward and not forward see the law the ten commandments were moral but they because because they hardened their hearts from that morale they depended upon the atonement and rule keeping of sacrifice for sins that they could continue in sins that they may continue in sacrifice for the atonement of transgressions but guess what guess what Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10 says, For the law having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things can never with those sacrifices which they continue, which which they offered year by year, continually make the comers thereunto perfect. You were never going to be in conscience wise perfect with these sacrifices because this rule keeping was it to achieve perfection this rule keeping of the priesthood was to give atonement for who failed in their transgressions that's all it was for to give atonement until this right here romans chapter 9 verse 15 it says and for this cause he is the mediator of the new testament by means of his death for the redemption and transgressions of them that were under the first that they which are called might receive the promise of eternal life the first testament 
Romans chapter uh, 9, verse 1 again. Then verily the first covenant, testament, also had ordinances of divine service and a worldly sanctuary. Those that kept the laws under the first covenant of sacrifice Christ came for. That's what that's saying. Nobody else. As Galatians 4, verse 4 and 5 says, to redeem them that were under the law. You cannot sin and get grace from God. That's why, let me show you something. I'm going to read two scriptures. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to show you. First Peter. Matter of fact, let me go to James. I'm going to show y'all this here. James chapter 4, verse 6. Let's see what they said about grace. James and Peter. Remember, Paul says, shall we sin that grace may abound? God forbid. Shall we continue transgressing his law that we might get grace? God forbid. Watch this. But they continue to sin. Sunday, church, Easter, Christmas. That's man's law, not God's law. Watch this. James chapter 4, verse 6 says, but he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud but give it grace to the humble. The same thing is mentioned in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elders, or the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another, and be clothed with humility, for God resisteth the proud, and give it grace to the humble. What is the humble? Deuteronomy 8 and 2. See, God doesn't give grace to the proud, the, the sinner. Watch. Deuteronomy 8, verse 2. Deuteronomy 8, verse 2. Let me hurry there. Oh, I'm going to lose time. Deuteronomy 8, verse 2 says, And thou shalt remember all the ways which the Lord thy God has led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee, to prove thee, to know whether thou was what was in thine heart whether thy would keep his commandments or no. The humble keep commandments. Brothers and sisters, I wasn't able to get it all. I'm going to have to make a part. There's more. But you can see in this podcast episode, brothers and sisters, the confusion Creflo Dollar keeps up. We've got work to do, brothers and sisters. We've got, I, I mean, I wish I had more time, but I don't. Because it's there's just so much to cover in this. The humble keep the law. He resisteth the proud. Go to Psalms 119, verse 85, to show you who the proud is. They don't keep the law. Have a happy Sabbath, brothers and sisters. My time is up with love and peace. Be sure, brothers and sisters, to join us next week in another episode of the Life of the Children's Ministries where we break down scripture for the salvation of our people. 